Okay. Hi, Mikey. Welcome back. How are you doing today, buddy? How's it going? How are things happening with uh, Michael? You know, I gotta be honest. Yeah? You gonna be honest about something? You gonna be a little POS today again? Like you were last week? Kind of ruining... You... Me? Hold on. Because I was gonna bring up that I'm still not over the whole gump, grumpy game thing. I was gonna bring up that I re-listened and I'm not over the grumpy game thing. Because you ruined the whole episode. You didn't respect my need for stuff. You, all. you stomped all over my bits... You you kind of took bits of my of what I usually do. I don't think you understand that my throat was sore for three days. Oh my god! Trying to do grumpy camp. Normally, if anybody else in this kind of situation that I was in, they would have canceled. They wouldn't have recorded. They would have, uh, you know, probably. Done well, yeah. You also should have told me that you were potentially on the run. You just showed up. Mm. Also, not doing the grumpy gam voice. So that was a whole reason why i was so confused on the recording because you walked in doing paul voice and then you started talking in grumpy gam and it threw me through 10 different loops uh, well listen sometimes you jump through loops for your friends that's what you do okay maybe sometimes you gotta tie a knot with your friends sometimes you gotta go loop and then go all the way back around through the hole the bunny peeks out, goes around the cave, goes back into the cave. Typically, there's a bit more warning is all I'm saying. And then sometimes two more weeks of spring, sometimes two more weeks till winter. That's how friendship works. I don't know about that. And I'm pretty upset at you because you just you just didn't make any effort to love Grumpy Game. I couldn't. I couldn't. And you, we could have had Grumpy Game forever. I would have dealt with a sore throat every week to do Grumpy I, I can't handle Grumpy Game. From the first second he stepped on stage... He was just rubbing me the wrong way. Are you mad? You're just mad because I guess you wanted to talk about dogs or something. And I had um, this great story about about the dog. I it was, uh, you know, I was helping out a friend. You know, kind of okay. stepping up to be I like a true friendship, someone who treats me right. We'll see. And I was able able to do him a favor on Valentine's Day, and I thought it'd be a nice story to share. Okay. Let's talk about that, though, also, because maybe, you know, you're lucky that Grumpy Gam heard the story, because if I had heard the story, I would have told you, we're going to have to get rid of those dogs. We're not getting rid of any dogs. You can't, you can't go back to being animal, you know, worshiper Mike. I'm not worshiping animals. I'm not becoming a dog. I just hang out with dogs. Sometimes they help me case houses. And then I go rob those houses. It's like my own little side gig I do this, with the pack of stray dogs. This is the same and then this story is, oh, as yeah. when I tried to get somebody. It's like this. Oh, yeah. I'm not on the cigarettes anymore. Because I'm just, you know, using a lot of patches and having you know a this cigar is, instead. You know what this is? This is a tale of as old as time, Paul. You're jealous. A tale. You do this every time I start hanging out with new Please people. You say, tales you say, oh... Oh, you're relapsing this or you're doing this. No, I'm just hanging out with some cool new friends and you're jealous because you're not invited. Okay, so that's okay. It's fine. I don't I don't find it at all concerning that you're calling the dogs and cool new friends. It's nothing personal. I just think you would screw up any crimes we brought you along on. Well, uh, yeah, if that makes sense, I I don't even I don't know why you would even think that's personal. That's just kind of yeah how it is. I understand that. It's just we're like we're kind of like a well-oiled machine at this point. Yep, we've been doing crimes basically f for a good couple months. Yep, and yep. just like clockwork, just raking in cash. 
and um, mm-hmm. and we just didn't want you to screw it up. So don't worry. It's that's. It's not that they don't like you is the reason why you're not invited. It's just because we don't think you're competent at crimes. Yeah, that makes sense. Why would I take offense to that? I just wanted to make sure. Sometimes you'd be a little sensitive. I don't know what you're talking about. I just wanted to explain that... I'm not sensitive. I'm cool as cucumber, man. I'm chilly. Uh, I'm I'm not... I'm really not... I don't get bothered by nothing. You know, life just goes, and I'm kind of like a fish. You know, I just... Flow with the tides. Yeah, totally. Go with the flow, flow with the tide. That's kind of my. That's what I respect about you. I've been living with for many, many years now, and you know, it's led me down a path of not getting in weird situations. How about this? Maybe the the next time we hang out in a non-crime related situation, I'll see if they'll. I'll I'll call you. Okay. Do you mean call me on the phone, or do you mean howl in the moonlight to get me my attention? Because well, I, what would you respond to better? Um, I would use the phone, Michael. I cannot, I cannot do this with you. Actually, I cannot even be around you and the dogs. I, it will drive me off the walls. It's my number one concern he's so with you, Michael. He's a jealous monster. It's like me. If you remember how you won't let me get anywhere near Bananas Foster anymore, you know how that that goes down. <laughs> it's the same thing, okay? If you let me eat Bananas Foster, then I'll come hang out with you and the dogs. So. so yeah, well, I don't. I just I don't see any world where that's happening. Okay, then then no bananas foster, no dogs. That's how you can is. have your thing, and I'll have my cool pack of dog friends. Yeah, you can have your pack of dog friends. I can have my perfect dessert. Yeah, and I could cook it on my own. Look, I've t- we've talked about this a million times. I'm just not that into bata- bananas. Okay, I know, I know. It's okay. We're cool. We're on our own. All right, for those activities. But we come back together here as friends to do this crime. I suppose. Podcast. If you want to do And that. we hang out sometimes outside of it. Yeah, exactly. I'd say the right amount of time outside to yeah. not, like, want to kill each other. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Good camaraderie, not too much mm-hmm. camaraderie. Yeah. And then, you know, and then we have our own cool down and moments. You eat just, like, mountains of bananas foster, and I go do successful crimes with dogs i still you know one one of those things is a legitimate concern one of those things yeah. is kind of a, a natural fear but i know. i will say i know you're in this whole potassium kick but you can't be eating that many bananas and also all the ice cream really offsets the healthiness of the banana uh it depends on how much rum you use when you're cooking the bananas <laughs> well, that's true you yeah. you're using a bottle of a handle at a time that's true and then that's why it's healthy yeah well okay See, when you put... Okay. Anyway, uh, Michael, do we need to do some other... I think maybe we should just talk about the weather a little bit. Um, do you want to talk well, about different types of weather? There's rain sometimes. Sometimes it's sunny. It's snowing as sometimes we speak. It's cloudy. We've had a lot of snow. Sometimes you get... Um, I feel like you're not like engaging with me. You're just listing different types sometimes of weather. there's sunlight. Sometimes there's not. I mean, technically, there's always sunlight. It's just the clouds block it out sometimes. Not for many parts of the time. There is no sun in existence. Okay. The sun is always there. It's just the earth is moving. Yeah, that's what they want you to think. Oh, boy. Okay. There's a lot of things wrong with that theory. Number one is, like, if it's day for some, night for the others, how does that work when it's just a disc? You know, how are you getting okay. the sunlight onto different parts you, of the You realize that, so you're you're saying you think the Earth is flat. 
I I don't think the Earth is flat. I think it's round. Okay, it's uh-huh. round. Yeah, yeah, like a ball. No, 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 it's round. <laughs> like a circle. Like a, like a flat circle. Like a pancake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's not really pancake because on the other side it's probably a V of dirt that goes down to the very middle, which is uh, that spot in Canada because they have the most gravity. Mm, you know that weird spot. So that's the very that's the middle. So what you think is you're not a flat earther, you're a triangle earther. Yeah, because it makes a it, well, it's more like um, you know what a, you know ice cream. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Okay. In what way? The bottom dirt. Of oh, the like earth. an ice cream cone. So, so there's a big ball of earth, and then it it no it's cones. Not, there's not a ball. There's just a flat top to earth. Then there's a ha- there's a ice cream of atmosphere above it. Oh, That's so the the roundness comes from the atmosphere. Yeah, and then the, right where the ice cream meets the cone. That's where the Earth is, right there. And, and then it's just dirt. crust, an Earth's crust. Just dirt going down mm-hmm. to it. Sometimes there's little bits of rocks in the dirt. Sure. And this in Hudson Hudson Bay, if you go to Hudson Bay, right where the two the edge of the bay is, that's right in the very middle of the dirt. So if you tried to dig down, 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 down through that, you would have to dig a long time. Yeah, because to get to the bottom. Yeah. Okay. But that said, if you're ever in Laos, you know, that's why people sometimes disappear off there. Or the Bermuda Triangle, I think, has to do with that the crust is really thinner down there. It's the edge of the cone. Right. And So people people disappearing kind of like how ice cream drips down the side of the exactly. cone. Exactly. I was just about to say, what happens to ice cream drips out the sides? Well, that's a hard uh, point to argue with, certainly. And that's why different parts of the ozone have been disappearing, too. There's just spill. It's melting. Mm-hmm. It happens. Global warming. Yeah. Yep. So exactly. the ozone is dripping... The earth and the people on it so dripping, disappearing. That's one thing I've been talking about, people talking about the ozone problems. I say, yeah, sure, you have problems with the ozone. You're looking up. Why don't you look down? You need to dig in. You need to dig in, and you'll find more ozone for you to use. How, how is that? If you dig, then we can find the ozone that's dripped down. Maybe we can oh, bring and then- it up. Then put it in the freezer for a while, then it'll float back up to the yeah, spot. Yeah, but it's like, you can't, like, reattach the dripping ice cream. You have to just lick that off or let it just get all over your hands okay. and make your hands so sticky. so congratulations, Mr. Pessimist. You've ruined everything. Now there's no chance for us to get anything back, and it's all gone. It's stripped away. It's gone forever. Nobody's going to be happy ever again. Well, maybe we can make efforts and to stop the ozone from dripping around the side. And, um, no? Okay. People will die. Well... Yeah. Speaking of people dying, you got any crimes? Yeah, what does that often do with people dying, Michael? I don't know. It depends My on what kind of crimes. My crimes are about bringing life to the, to the world. You know what? It's too bad I didn't have any Robin Hood style crimes today. I'm so happy you don't have any, because those just... I don't like them. They're, they're the worst ones? Yeah. Okay. You're sure? Well, nothing is worse as that last crime you did last week. Which crime? Is that I don't like? even remember it to be honest. Okay, so you most just... of the things you say I immediately forget, but I remember the rage. Okay. Well, listen. At least you didn't list. Okay. At least you didn't list this as one of your bottoms because this week is Restultants five, six, and seven. Baby. I'm not doing three in a row. We are doing three in a row today. Is about getting back into the world, Mikey. 
It's about going back to the restaurants again. It's about getting started back in their food biz. It's about tasting the flavor, seeing the sights, trying out different concoctions of types of tastes in different ways. Mm -hmm. And it's about saving hard-working restaurant owners the money that they need to save. We've been over this. You're literally, if anything, costing restaurants money. Well, not with these new ideas. There are three new ideas, okay? So all I ask of you, since you didn't, you know, you didn't talk to Grumpy Gam last week with an open mind, why don't you at least listen to these restaurant things with a bit of an open mind, Michael? Maybe you'll learn something. Maybe you'll see something new. Maybe okay. something will spark. Huh? Yes. Okay. I will listen. So will you give me a kiss? It will after? be a... No, I'm not kissing you. Okay. So Stop let's do it. that. Let's do what? Restaltons. All right, fine. So say it with me one time. Do it the way it's supposed to be done. I'm not doing it. I'm just saying rest Daltons. Okay. I'm that's... not doing the pause. Well, you need the pause in there to give it that sort of, that's the, that'd be like, that'd be like saying, can I get outside so that I can go visit the ground? Like that sounds wrong, doesn't mm. it? Yeah, because <laughs> ground is, okay. Listen, just go on. I'm not. I'm not doing this with you right now. Okay, fine. Rest Dalton's five. How about this? Partner with restaurants. Not to make their food better, but to ruin their competitors' food. Okay. So, you know what? You got, you, you're the Italian restaurant on the west side of the street, but the one on the east side of the street keeps stealing customers. Right? Sure. And if it was just you, you'd probably get twice as many people coming into your place. It'd be booming. So, we will help you ruin your competitor's food. Very simple. We sneak into the other restaurant and we poison the food in the restaurant. We put, I was thinking, for the meatballs, grind up glass, put that in the meatballs. Oh. Did you okay. know that, that that actually is a way to poison something? Well, I know that's a way to just absolutely cut everyone's intestines from the inside. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Then that would the, certainly kill people. For the olive oil arsenic mm. and we'll say it's almond olive oil because arsenic smells like almonds i do want to just mention real quick i i am I'm, I'm on board with this plan just you started saying i my plans don't kill people they're to bring life <laughs> yeah. and these two so far two examples are going to well, directly kill so people. far it's gonna it's going to possibly do some damage to people who go to the wrong restaurant right so we'll talk about that in a minute but don't worry because they're not going to die in vain. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we'll get paid from the original restaurant that we we did the damage to the other restaurant for, right? It's probably irreversible sort of problems yeah. for the other restaurant. Because the rest of their thing is like, hey, army bells don't have glass anymore. Yeah. That was one time. And only ten people died. So, once we get paid from the original restaurant, then we go to the restaurant that we uh, sabotaged... Mm -hmm. And we tell them that we poisoned the food because the other restaurant paid us to do so. Okay, hang on. But then quickly afterwards, you might be getting mad at this. Okay. But we offer up our legal services and we sue the shit out of the original restaurant. Why do we have legal services? A shit ton of cash. We're going to make a ton of cash, Michael. So imagine. Imagine that you're a restaurant owner and something horrible happens to you. Okay. You serve on a normal day. You put in all your love and the oregano and even the, we, heat, we couldn't, the smoke paprika to the meatball. And you send it out. 
and so people get, you know, something happens to them. Okay. We can't be the prosecutors in this case because that's a huge conflict of interest when we're the ones who did the poisoning. We could. And also, we could be now we're lawyers also? We, we go to them and we say, I have an out for you. And not all is bad. We can help you. We can turn this around in the other restaurant for Okay, you. but their out is that they know who poisoned the food and now we they can just say, yes, hey, police officers, these the two food. people, please no, arrest them. We only poison the food because we had to because the other restaurant told us to do it. That's not a legal defense. And they only gave us like 40 bucks to do it. So that's not enough payment for services. So... Let's Wait, we're, we're only charging $40 for this? We're going to make all the money from the other restaurant's legal fees. That's the plan, Mike. No. Okay, walk me through the problems here. Okay, step one, right? Poison the restaurant. Great idea. Flawless. So good. Okay, perfect. So that's good to go. Everything else is bad and stupid. What about, okay, just give it to me in a little piece of God. I don't understand what your problem is, all right? Step two, get $40 from the original restaurant that we that we asked if they need to help, and okay. they said to poison the other. It's just so few dollars to murder people. Okay, so what do you want, 60 I mean, we could probably get a couple thousand dollars out of this. Okay, but then, fine, but you're creating a new problem down the road, and I'll show, you, show it to you once we get well, to Well, okay, because then, okay, we, then we go across the street, we say, yep. hey... Remember that one time you had glass in your meatballs? Yep. Yo, us. We yeah. did it. No, well, we say we did it, but be for that. But first, we have to open warm them up. We have to say, I can help your day. Remember how your day is terrible? That was a bad day? I can turn that around into a good day mm-hmm. for you. I know who poisoned the meatballs. Yeah. It was us, because the other restaurant over there uh, wanted us to do it. Yeah, and we did it because... Well, that's our job. We do. We but, poison people. And so, what are we going to say? The next thing that we're supposed to say. But is, wait, there's more. Yeah, they. We're only also pay lawyers. Us Forty dollars. So now we're going to sue that. Okay, but isn't that on us to not negotiate up the price from forty dollars? We don't have to talk if I, about that in court. If if I was, <laughs> if I if he said, and you know we did all this, and only paid us forty dollars, and I'd be like, why'd you do that for forty dollars then? That'd be my first question. I would say, listen, that's neither here nor there at the past of the past, but let's right this wrong together with Mishbesher Spence Law Firm, which is us. Yeah. Yeah. And so then we get that going, and we go to court with them, and we sue the other restaurant for probably at least, you know, all the food that's in their restaurant. You're not. You said you said you were doing this for money. And now all of a sudden, it's like, hey, you just have to clear we'll out your fridge we'll for be one able day. To sell the chicken that they give us and the meatballs. You're the dumbest man alive. What? You have a problem with this? Yeah, because we could. Okay, in in the world where this goes perfectly, where we apparently have our law degrees. Yep. We have passed the bar. Yep. We are licensed. Michael, I've already talked to you about this. I have passed the bar like a few times. I took the quiz. And I passed. I'm pretty sure it's not a quiz. No, I went to the bar where the bar is, okay, and I walked past it. So I passed the bar. Okay, Mike? Is that where you're going to tell the judge, like, hey, I passed many bars? 
to be able to... I would say I passed the bar, and then I passed it again, and then I passed it again, and then I had to go to the bathroom, so I did it a fourth time. Then I pissed in the bar. Mm -hmm. And then I passed over the top of the bar when I was uh, having tequila and dance. You realize you would probably have to show some kind of certificate of being able to practice law in Minnesota, right? Okay, we'll see about that. I will just pull out a piece of paper really quickly, kind of show it, wave it around, and then put it back in. Okay, doesn't matter. Neither there nor anywhere else. I'll charm the pants off the judge, Mike. I'm fine. Again, okay, also what you're forgetting is that we're the key witnesses, so we can't also be the prosecutor. We, we can't also be the lawyers. We aren't the key witnesses. We aren't that important to the case. We we're the ones who poison the bucks. food, you goddamn idiot. We only made $40 to it. But we, li- okay, the price of the deed done does not matter. What matters is we're the ones we can say hey those people right there hired us yep and we poison the food right but we were forced to because of the restaurant uh, also isn't this a business well we isn't were, this we, services rendered yeah we have to do it when we get into you talking about different jobs so if we make any money well yeah okay we well have see to do it. see the, the thing is judge we had to do it because our business is poisoning other people's food. So when we're hired, we have to do it. Yeah, we were we forced. We can't not do it. Exactly. Exactly. What do you... So next time you're going to call me up to the stand to talk about how I was a bad businessman? You know, and I didn't follow through. Well, you are still a bad businessman because you charge only $40. That was their fault that that happened. They underpaid. Ow. They underpaid. I wanted to make at least, you know... At least, like, more than that, probably in different ways. But when I asked for $40, all they gave me was $40. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, we don't have to keep going on about it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. It's I fine. like elements of it. I like getting hired to ruin other restaurants so other restaurants succeed. Great. We made 40 bucks today, Mike. We could charge, like, $10,000. You fool. All right, are you ready for Ristol? No. 10, 6 Absolutely not, because I know it goes downhill from there. Let's talk about this. Flourless chocolate cake. Okay. Every restaurant tries to peddle the flourless chocolate cake. Gluten-free. Oh, my God. Everybody talks about it. We have a flourless chocolate cake that's just so good. It's like, do you really? I mean, everybody has one. Yeah. It's flourless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, they just shove a bunch of sugar in there to like make up for the lack of flavor. Exactly, buddy. It's a brick. Okay? Yeah. They say it's the best, but it's not, okay? So let's help them out in the dessert department. And basically, we're going to work on the flourless chocolate cake that everybody has, but we'll also work on your desserts in particular, give you a unique flair sometimes. But, okay, so for the flourless chocolate cake, we'll tell them you don't have to bake anymore. We have a solve for this. It's going to save you tons of time, tons of cash. Okay. Okay? Take a plate, buy a pack of Hershey's bars, Take out the Hershey chocolate bar and then just melt the top a little bit so that it's warm and we've melted off the logo so you yeah. can't see the Hershey. So logo. it's legal. We, we're not in any legal trouble there. Right. So there's your chocolate cake. Oh, you also sell tiramisu. Delicious. It's one of my favorites. Absolutely. So all you do about that one, take some white bread, cut off the crusts, and put it underneath the chocolate bar. Pour a little old coffee on top of it. Tiramisu, baby. Wow. Fruit pie, same difference. Cut bread into triangles and put some pieces of fruit inside of it. We'll save a fortune on dessert costs. And truthfully, 
by dessert, people don't even complain anymore. Okay, Mike? They're, they're bored. People don't they're, complain? No, they don't complain by the time they get to dessert. All they want is a little bit of a sugar bomb to finish off the mountain of pasta that they just finished. So, <laughs> so if you order a delicious tiramisu and you just get a melted Hershey bar on a piece of white bread, you with know? With the crust cut off of it. Yeah. Yep. You think that's everyone's so, going to be like... It's also got coffee on top of it. Yeah, just co- hot coffee poured right on top well, of it. it's not hot because it came from the morning before. So it's cold coffee. It's tepid. Tepid coffee. Yeah, exactly. Just poured onto it. So now the bread is soggy. That's how they are. That's how they they make a real tiramisu. No. Tisamira. That's what they do. They pour espresso onto lady fingers. I think it's a bit more involved than that. It's Michael, it's barely, okay? Take the lady finger, put that down on the bottom, then pour espresso on top of that, soak the cookie or the biscuit if you're from a different place or whatever then put some different kinds of cheese put that on there then cover it up with another layer dun 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 dusted with cocoa powder ta-da tiramisu okay so you clearly you actually know how to make a decent tiramisu but then you're saying that's the same thing as melted hershey bar on crustless white bread with tepid coffee just poured onto it. Listen, let me tell you about this. This is not going to be the most popular opinion, but basically, kind of like when you're living in this kind of climate country or type of placey geography thing, uh, when you're living here in America in this years of the times of the lords that we're in and stuff like that, Nobody cares. Nobody cares about craft anymore. They just want sugar and carbs, and that's what we're giving them. And nobody's going to complain because they're not going to really know that sort of the nuances of what makes, you know, a ladyfinger. It's got a short tag, you know, whatever. They're not going to know. They're not going to worry about that. They're just going to want, they want coffee soaked chocolate bread. That's what they want. You know, I, that's hard to argue. <laughs> Artistry is dead. Creativity is dead. Exactly, Michael. That's why we're doing this. We're just... Basically, all we have to do is we have to break down the restaurant owners to believe that it doesn't matter. And anymore. we're... We, as long as we make sure we get paid ahead of time. Yeah. And the other thing is, most people, by the time dessert's coming around, it's probably their 7th or 13th drink, and they've probably had three bowls of pasta at this point. They're stuffed. Okay? Yeah. They don't worry about what they're putting, what's the finishing touch. Yeah. And if it's bad, sorry, bud, didn't you eat everything before this? I'm not going to comp your whole meal just because you didn't like the dessert. Yeah. So why don't you pay for everything and cut your glasses, take a hike. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> get the fuck out of my restaurant. So that's kind of how we could talk to the different restaurant owners about it. What do you think? Great idea or what? It is one of your better ones, and I do like the pessimistic side of you. This nihilistic, <laughs> just dread. Listen, that's kind of what happens when you get to be sort of a learned learned individual. That's what happens when you go to art school and end up with a corporate job. And read thousands and thousands of different uh, types of philosophy books and different, different doctrines or documents and yeah. stuff like that. You know... Most of the time, once I started reading Bern, Bernard, mm-hmm. then that's when I started getting sort of this more nuanced view of wow. how things are or aren't in different places and times and uh, different different things like that. Um, 
So pretty much I'm pretty smart and I know what's up. Well, that proved it. Yeah, I mean, you know, ask me any kind of questions about philosophy or tacos or whatever you want to talk yeah. about. Yeah, or apparently knows a lot about tiramisu. So yeah. uh, was there a third Ristolton's or what? Oh, yeah, you want to go on to number three? Well, might as well if we if we have to. Mike, I'm not going to start unless you give me a little bit of a positive attitude. <sighs> I mean, my goodness! I'm putting my heart on the line here. Okay, I'm so talking first about my detailed view about cultures that is learned and comes from different places and times. And well, you did talk about a famous dish, a breakfast dessert from my homeland, mm-hmm. and just said it's just basically just chocolate on white bread with coffee dumped on it. So I don't know. Yeah, just I don't know if you're talking with all that much reverence about of Parmesan, it. Parmesan, ta-da. You know, that's okay. It's not that. All right, look, but we don't need these. These Restaultons are slightly better, so I am uh, uh, cautiously optimistic about this next one. How about that? Wow, can you tone it down a little bit? My goodness, you're like that's that's a little much. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what else? What is it? Okay, Restaultons Seven. Mm-hmm. The, the seventh. seventh installment of this, and by the way, all the other ones were great so far. I'm pretty sure like all of these have been a hit with the people. This one is going to just this is the final piece. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it's seven part series. I think this is it. This is the last one. So try to hold back your tears. This is the last rest. Ultimates. Wow. I just, I'm smiling uncontrollably right now. A lot of people at restaurants, uh, or a lot of different restaurants, you know, when you come in, you sit down, and you got a different kind of nibbly munchy going to your... Food. Yep, uh, but guess what? Take some time for it to cook or whatever, so you got to be waiting around. What are you going to do? Are you going to talk to your father-in-law about different things that have been going on, or are you going to try to eat something? You're going to need to eat something fast. Yeah, like an appetizer. Well, even before that. The pre-app. Yeah, bread at the table. Oh, bread at the table. Mm-hmm. Not every place does it. Not every place does it well. But, of course, they give it to people for free. That's part of the problem there, is that you're giving away something for nothing. It's inventory and it's money just out the door. Really? I thought you would be on board for that. You cannot charge it. You, you're not giving, you know, you're not putting a quarter down for every stick that... Grandpa gets out of the free breadstick aisle or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, guess what? That's all money going out the door. So we can help increase your bread inventory by 10 to 12% in just 10 to 12 minutes. Increase their bread inventory. 10 to 12% in 10 to 12 minutes. And how is that? All we do is go into the bread and cut out a square from the bottom of the bread. In the middle of the bread, scrape, scrape, scrape until 10% of the loaf is in crumbs. Do that with every single piece of bread that they have in the restaurant. So instead of selling or giving out a bucket of bread or like a bowl of bread or whatever, it's just a bunch of bread squares? No, no, no. Listen, listen. Okay? You take in a loaf it's of bread. It's so hard to listen get, to get you a... when you talk about this stuff. I'm just... <laughs> get a loaf of bread. Cut out a spot in the bottom of the bread. Okay? Pull it out. Then 
Go with a spoon into the middle, scrape, 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 until about ten percent of it is gone. Oh, so you're out you're, of the middle. Of you're the you're you're offering up uh, a shell of a loaf. Yes, with ten percent less in there. That's almost negligible. It's just it, people like an open crumb structure. Okay, they like an airy bread anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay. So do that. Put the little square back in there. Okay. Use a little bit of glue to put it together. Back together. Perfect. Okay. So then we have this pile. Of, of crumbs. 10 to 12% of their inventory has been removed from the inside and put into crumbs. Okay? So, then we take amount of crumbs equal to one loaf or whatever. Okay? Shape it into the, what the other loaves of bread look like. And we can use a little bit of Gorilla Glue and form it up into a loaf. You can't. You can because it's all natural. It's not all natural. It's not made out of gorillas. And even if it was... I thought that you had a problem with this. Let me just... We'll just cancel the order on the Gorilla Glue Okay, I have a shipment coming, but whatever. Also, we, just because it's here. if even if it was made of real gorilla, that doesn't make it natural. Regular glue is made with horses, and that's still not natural. Okay, it is natural because it comes out of the gorilla's back. That's how it. That's how they do it. Have you ever Have you ever ridden on top of a gorilla before? Neither of you, and don't even try to start that. You don't know. They, it's the stickiest back you've ever. It's had. not. And you don't know what a grill feels like. It, shave it and then put it into a canister. Where did you? Can I ask you where you heard this? I saw it happen when in real life, it, just down the street from me. There's a factory. It's n- there's not a probably. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm a ninety nine point nine nine percent sure grill glue is not manufactured in Minnesota. So there's no glue factory. 10 feet from your they house. They have small fact. They're a decentralized network of glue makers. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> they just have, like, random people just yes, with, like, shaving gorillas? Because gorillas take a lot of time and extra care, Mike. So, yeah, the apartment, a couple blocks down, they, are, they do this. They don't even have to work anymore because their gorillas are some of the stickiest ones in the country. What the fuck are you even talking about? What you saw a person with a gorilla inside their apartment shaving it? You saw someone shaving a gorilla? Yes, and that's where I rolled the gorilla. And then how did you. And you just guessed it was sticky? No, I felt it on my thighs when I rolled on top of the gorilla. So he didn't let you ride his gorilla. I there was got no gorilla. The gorilla. And then when I tried to get off, I couldn't get off, and the gorilla was going back and forth. This up is and you. Down this is you making stuff up because you're jealous of the dogs. Because I hang out with speech, real animals, and I couldn't. I was completely upside down. The gorilla had me swinging circles. Okay, at like maybe seventy thousand miles an hour. And I still couldn't get taken off of the gorilla because the glue is so strong. It's one of the strongest natural substances to ever grace the planet but from the god above. Can I can I ask what you did before you met this gorilla? Like maybe you were mixing chemicals in one of your sheds that is always on fire? Okay. Yes. Okay. No, I wasn't. Okay. I was using some chemicals in certain ways. I'm trying to... Were there a spill of multiple different vials? I'm trying to create my own glue that's stronger than Gorilla Glue. Mm. But it can't be done. And that's sort of what led me down this journey to discover about what what types of glue is going in. Can I glue. ask what the sky looked like when you were riding this Gorilla? The sky? Yeah, was it? I was in an apartment, so it was uh, bright blue with pink stars. Mm. Okay. Okay, 
So, if so you, we gorilla glue together a bunch of crumbs to make it look like a loaf of bread. Well, if you don't want to use the gorilla glue, that's fine, okay? We could use leftover sauce from the bowl when one of the cooks makes buffalo wings. After he's done with the bowl, he gives it to us. We put the loaf shape into that and then just kind of stir, stir, mix, mix, and ta-da. We make a new loaf of bread. Then it might not look quite the right color. Because it'll be red from all the buffalo sauce. So we are going to need to get some... So we are going to need to purchase paint. And I checked up the the correct color that we need to get is Labrador Dreams. Mm-hmm. And if we get a little bit of that, just a nice little... So then we're painting buffalo sauce-covered crumbs with Lab- lavender, Labrador, Dreams. Labrador Dreams. Yep. Okay. And that's that's how we get the bread to look the same color. See, here's, I think, where you're not... And boom. 10 to 12 percent more inventory in 10 to 12 minutes and that's how we can advertise here's the thing i think you're not really considering is i'm pretty sure they ration out they say if there's a thing that says or if there's a restaurant that serves bread i think they've done the math that say we can allow for free bread because we're making so much off the pasta but do you think that what you haven't considered can you shut up can you shut up what you haven't considered is how expensive paint is so yes, you're taking twelve to ten percent of breadcrumbs out of each loaf of bread, but now you've added so much more cost to the restaurant by having to buy you know buckets and buckets of Labrador Dream paint. That's true, but if you get it in bulk, you get a discount. Also, people are going to come to the restaurant, bite into whatever gross paint, and then it's going to be spicy from the buffalo sauce. And people are going to say, excuse me, I'm never coming back to this restaurant again. No, no, no. Well, then we go over, okay, what's the problem, ma'am, sir? What's going on here? And then they say... Well, first of all, my loaf is flaking. There's there's paint flakes. Oh, yes. Uh, also, it it's tastes like... <laughs> okay. So there you go. Oh, good. Yep. And also, it tastes spicy because of the buffalo sauce. Okay. Well, tastes like buffalo sauce. Have you ever had spicy bread before? It's a very unique <laughs> I don't thing. think spicy bread exists. It comes from different places, and it's good. Okay? Try it. Next time you come in, I'll bring you a chili chorizo loaf. All right? You could try that. But that's not for free. This is for free. Just eat it and enjoy it. And uh, if you ever complain again, then I'll hit you on the head with a baseball bat. Okay. So, there you go. That's neither there nor here nor anywhere else, Mike. That doesn't matter. It's okay. perfect. Uh, I still think uh, the whole adding cost thing is just taken away from the crime, really. I said a thin coat of Labrador Dreams. I'm not going to. But they have to do this. A thousand gallons onto each. It's going to add up. I'll tell you what. It's going to add up. Okay, fine. So we can buy the paint from. We can. We can. We can. Um, um, okay, I know what we're going to do. What? I got it. Okay, I, I know. if you happen. say you you have an idea and I say, what is it? You can just say the plan. You don't have to keep saying, I got it or I have this, you know. You're okay, just, but I have the idea. Are we running short on time? What's this going no, on? We're, we're running just fine on time. We could turn this off right now, actually. But check this out. What if... We took the loaves of bread, okay, and now not the ones that we made, but the ones that were made by the other people. Hit them a couple of times into a tray. Bam, 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 bam. Then the next loaf, boom, 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 boom. Guess what's going to fall out of it? Mm-hmm. Crust crumbs. So we take the crusty crumbs after we made our buffalo loaf, 
okay? Or gorilla loaf, whatever you want to do. And then we take that and we roll it in the crust crust. So that way it looks like crust. Mm-hmm. Now we have no more Labrador dreams, which is, you know, a bit of a bummer, but it's fine. And ta-da! Problem solved. Now we can do the crime. It just seems like this is the one that you're really going to have to sell the restaurant here on the most of, like... Yeah, we just cut out a little square in the bottom. We have just this pile of crumbs. Also, I don't think buffalo don't sauce know. would make the no. bread stick together that just well. Just like the other Restultants, Michael, they are not going to know how we get their extra bread. That's part of so it. So we're doing this behind their back, too? We have to tell them to go. We have to tell them, look over there for a while. Look that way. Look so you're, you're, we're going to have to say, hey, excuse me, sous chef, can we get a... Uh, you got any spare buffalo sauce lying around? Okay, thank you. Turn around, please. What? Oh, here's this red loaf of bread. It smells like buffalo chicken. Don't worry about that. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, exactly, Michael. We say, everybody, we're going to work on a little bit of our magic. Increase your inventory of bread by 10 to 12%, 10 to 12 minutes. Also, you realize, Turn again... Around. Uh, they still have the same amount of inventory. Now they just have bread squares taken out of like half the bread. There's no, you're not creating mass. I am creating new edible things. Well, it sounds pretty inedible. Crumbs, if it's going to be made with glue or buffalo sauce or Labrador Dream. Crumbs aren't edible, but crumbs put together into loaf shape that are edible. Uh, what? Crumbs are edible. Nobody wants to eat them. <laughs> I guess not. Everyone wants to eat loaf-shaped crumbs. Okay, being wanting to eat something doesn't make it edible or not edible. It depends on kind of how you define different things. You know, Bernard or some of the other philosophers that I read sometimes say the like things are what you make of it. So what did I make of it? I made bread out of it. <laughs> when life gives you breadcrumbs, make a bread loaf. Yeah, yes. So, okay, I think we can agree to disagree on this one. Yeah, hard disagree. Okay, so hard disagree that, you know, I think it's probably going to work for sure 100%. You think it'll probably work, but, you know. Maybe, I think it's going to be a huge failure. A little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, yeast it up a little bit. Hmm. Okay, sure. Okay, that's it. That's all the crimes that I have, Mike. And that's... Just three I, Restaltons? Oh, boy. Just... Three Ristaltons. That's what you have to say to me after I tell Well, I mean, it's so just pretty low-effort stuff. Low-effort stuff? <laughs> Michael, this you, is, you're just shattering hopes and dreams left and right. I Last mean, week, you ruined Grumpy Gander. Ristaltons, seven? You've made seven of these? Different ideas. And none of them have passed muster. All of them have been good ideas. Mm. Including the chicken, which you never liked. That one was disgusting. Cutting pieces of chicken off and then gluing them together to make new breasts. Again, that's the same thing where you're like, oh, if I cut something in half, it's now two things. But it's still this. what cutting things in half does. But it's still the same amount of chicken. You're not adding chicken. Now there's not two different chickens. It's just one chicken cut in half. Nobody's going to notice if one bite worth of their chicken is gone. Well, it depends. It really depends if it looks like there's a bite mark out of my chicken. Or just a notch. Or a notch. Or if there's just a whole half cleaved off, I'm going to say, it looks like my chicken's been halved. Yeah, and then they'll say, that's a portion, sir. And then you'll eat it, and you'll be fine. Okay. 
Anyway, I guess you're not really so... We had different ideas about how these Ristoltons things were going. I thought that you were, you know, going to make it happen with me. Not this time, uh, and probably not ever. All right. Well, I may have to... Well, it sounds you, like... Well, no, because this was the last one you said, well, so... Well, since, since you don't like them yet so far, I may have to come up with some more. Sometime down the line. All right. We'll see. Well, it's been a pretty light week for emails. I mean, I've been getting some emails from some different people, but you don't want me to share those, so... No, I do not need you to share your catfish emails. I'm not getting catfished. If anything, I'm catfishing them. You're catfishing Beyonce. Maybe. You're telling... What are you telling her? Um, well, are I'm, you telling her that you're JY? No, I'm telling her <laughs> that I'm the Michael Jordan of podcasting. Okay. And she's loving it. Uh-huh. Yep. And I guess I'm not, because we have met up. Oh, yeah? You have, huh? Yeah. Where did you meet? Michael? Red Lobster. <laughs> okay, sure. Mm-hmm. I believe you. Fine. I don't need you to believe me. I believe you. Just as much as I believe and my you know what? gorilla story. She loved the story about me hanging out with dogs on Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah? She thought it was sweet. Well, then why don't you ask her about Gorilla Glue, how that's me. <clears throat> Next time you see her, talk to her about I that. would love to. Okay. You're such an idiot. You're so... How am I the idiot? You're just... Everything you do, I can't even hold it together. You're so jealous. You're so jealous that I'm a rising star and you're nothing. You're nobody, Paul. You're nothing. I'm famous in a lot of different types of circles of of different industries. The wrong circles. You're like famous under bridges. I'm famous, you know, like worldwide. We're done. This is done. I can't handle. I can't handle this. Okay, I'm a little bit emotional now. I'm a little upset. You've basically you've ruined Gam, Restaltons. All these ego. things were ruined the minute you wrote them down. Okay, time to go. Okay, see you next week. See you next week. Okay, goodbye.